Looking for the latest on the A's minor leagues? One of the latest additions to A's cast is The Farm. A look around the minor leagues with interviews, updates, and profiles on the future A's tearing up the minors. Welcome to our A's Farm podcast. I'm your host, AthleticsFarm.com Editor-in-Chief Bill Moriarty. And today, we're going to be talking with Midland Rockhounds reliever Aiden McIntyre. The right-hander was taken by the A's in the 22nd round of the 2018 draft out of Holy Names University in Oakland. He started out this season with the high-A Lansing Lugnuts, but thanks to his performance there, he was recently promoted to double-A Midland. McIntyre has been making the transition from being a starting pitcher to pitching out of the bullpen this season, and he's also been vlogging about his minor league experiences this year. And we recently took the chance to talk with him just after making his second appearance for Midland. Hey, thanks for joining us today, Aiden. Absolutely, glad to be on. So, uh, you know, there are a number of reasons we wanted to talk to you. One is you're a Northern California guy, which is always a good thing. Uh, two, uh, you've been vlogging this year, and uh, we've been sharing some of your vlogs on our athleticsfarm.com website. Three, you uh, were the A's minor league strikeout leader back in 2019, the last full season we had before COVID, and that's always a good thing. And then this year, it's kind of interesting. You've gone from being a starter, and you've transitioned into being a guy who's working out of the bullpen so we want to talk to you about that too so we got plenty plenty of reasons to want to talk to you here today <laughs> now starting out um like i said i think you're a northern california guy you were born in davis and uh where did you go to high school actually so i was uh, born in davis and then lived in california for a few years ended up moving to pennsylvania for a little bit and then moved to arizona when i was about 10 years old um so i actually went to high school um, in Arizona, uh, but was born and kind of lived in Davis for a few years after I was born. And then, and then after you got out of high school, you ended up back in California because you I ended did. up going to, to Holy Names University in a city we all uh, know and love. That would be Oakland, California. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, again, I have a lot of ties to the Bay Area and to Oakland in particular, especially with um, Holy Names being, uh, I mean, 10 minutes from the Coliseum and um, yeah, it was a, it got a lot of ties to it and definitely pretty cool to be playing for that team. So, uh, growing up, uh, uh, I know you spent a lot of time in Arizona. Were you a Diamondbacks fan? Did you pay attention to, to what the Bay Area teams were doing? Uh, you know, what, what were you paying attention to, uh, in terms of your favorite teams growing up? I would say in general, I was like a baseball fan. I was a big, like, just loved watching old baseball, current baseball, um, but yeah, I was definitely a Diamondbacks fan uh, growing up. There's some really fun teams. And I mean, as far as Bay Area, I definitely think I was more aware of like the Giants just because they're Diamondbacks. So uh, I got to see a lot of Giants games and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, definitely was a Diamondbacks fan growing up. And But just in general, just a big baseball fan. And uh, we should mention, uh, Aiden is currently uh, pitching in Midland for the A's AA affiliate, the Rockhounds. He started the year in Lansing with the new high A affiliate there. So uh, you're kind of getting to see a lot of the country uh, <laughs> already this year. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a quick uh, turnaround going from uh, Lansing to Texas and uh, definitely a little bit of a change of scenery and change of weather. So 
Well, 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 you should be used to it. You you were born in California. You lived in Pennsylvania. <laughs> you spent time in living in Arizona, and you're you went back to the Bay Area. So now you you should be used to moving around a little bit. Um, uh, now you were drafted by the A's back in 2018. I think around the 22nd round, um, out of holy names there. Um, now, were you expecting to be drafted? Did you know the A's were interested in you? Um, how did you, you know, find out you were drafted? Who gave you the call? Just tell me a little bit about that whole uh, draft uh, draft experience, if you can. Um, yes, I mean my draft experience. I didn't have any uh, draft stock my first three years of college. Uh, no questionnaires, no conversations, nothing, and. I mean, honestly, I wasn't a pro pitcher at the time. Um, I think my junior year was probably about 85 to 88. Um, And so it really wasn't until my senior year that I started getting some attention and kind of some eyes on me. But even with that, I mean, it really wasn't until the end of the year. I didn't have – I want to say it was I had two outings left in my college career when I got my first questionnaire. (laughs) So – even that, like the whole, like just filling out the first questionnaire meant a lot. And then after my final two outings, uh, had a really good performance, my, uh, final college outing and had a lot, I think I ended up filling up, filling out more than 20. Um, so it all happened very fast. I didn't, I mean, three weeks before like my final game, I didn't expect to get drafted. Um, and that kind of changed once I started talking to teams and, I kind of going into draft day figured um, I would have a chance. I knew I'd be the third day. Um, the A's were one of the teams who uh, I kind of felt like I had had more interest in. So there were some other teams too, but uh, getting getting the call from the A's on um, the third day, and yeah, it was the 22nd round. And um, I mean, the 22nd round was honestly like higher than I was expecting. Uh, so. I mean, didn't have to, like, didn't really suffer through it. Just kind of enjoyed the process. And I got to be in Arizona with uh, with all my family. And, um, yeah, it was a really special day and special moment. Definitely one, like, I'll be grateful for and remember remember forever. So Now, you said in your junior year you were throwing 85, 88. Did you have a significant uptick in your velocity at some point during your uh, senior year? Yes. Yeah, so um, after my junior year, I credit a lot of my development to Driveline Baseball, which is a uh, training facility and training company in uh, Washington, so in Seattle area. And so I was up there for a few months over the summer. Uh, my senior year, I was pretty much 90 to 94 uh, most of the year and um, kind of knew I needed to throw harder and I needed to strike a lot of people out to put myself on a radar. And I was able to do those things. Um, I still, if you go back, like, and look at my numbers, it doesn't look like a draft year. I think I went two and nine with like a five seven, um, and but I did. I led the league in strikeouts and kind of got myself on a radar. And uh, luckily, that was that was enough to get um, to kind of make it to draft day and also get signed. 
Yeah, well, adding, you know, uh, five or six miles an hour to your uh, fastball. It's and then, yeah, I, would, a, I would love to do it again, yeah. honestly. <laughs> that's, a, that's always a sign of improvement. And I'll tell you, whatever league it is, if you're leading it in strikeouts, people will notice, you know. <laughs> that, yeah, that's always exactly. a good thing that as well. Plan, so. <laughs> I don't care if it's Little League. If you're leading in strikeouts, some some scout's going to notice it, <laughs> you know. Sure <laughs> <laughs> well, well, speaking of that, your first full season once you signed with the A's was 2019 in Beloit, and you were primarily working as a starter there, um, and you, you led all A's minor leaguers that year with 150 strikeouts and I think about 112 innings, so, you know, you obviously had a very uh, good strikeout rate going there. Um, what do you, you know, uh, well, I should I should also mention, of course, you, you did have a few walks there, too, so <laughs> we shouldn't forget <laughs> about a, that. A few in. <laughs> yeah, let's not gloss over that, but but but. But, I was going to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Um, uh, what do you account for, you know, all those strikeouts? What do you, you know, obviously there's something you're doing that's really fooling batters. Is it just, is it just the, the heat? Is it just the velocity? Or, or what do you think is, is the key to racking up those strikeouts? Um, I think it's definitely a combination of, like, um, approach stuff and uh, honestly just a little bit of, like, whether it's a mystery or just kind of um, – a little bit of like funkiness. So mm-hmm. I think um, I have profile wise, like I definitely, um, fastball velo is solid. I would still like my fastball velo to improve. Um, so I'm not like the hardest throw in the world, and I kind of know that, but I do have a lot of really good action on my fastball, uh, which again, I credit to training with driveline and kind of understanding my fastball and um, then giving me a really good understanding of where to throw my fastball, how to attack guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, I think approach, um, I mean, my goal as a pitcher and it was the same thing in college is to strike out as many people as possible. And I think, uh, kind of going about it with that approach is definitely, um, different than like, I guess every other pitcher, like, or than every pitcher. So everyone's kind of got their own style to it. And I mean, mine was trying to strike out as many people as possible, um, which as a starter, that sometimes has its downfall, which usually results in a lot of walks. Um, which I did kind of like struggle through in 19, um, 112, yeah, 112 innings and a lot of strikeouts, a lot of walks and just a lot of pitches that were kind of like wasted or long at bats and stuff like that. So as a starter, it wasn't necessarily the best approach. Uh, obviously, I mean, I still, that's why I think I've had a lot of success transitioning from starter to reliever. Um, is that kind of that mindset and that approach uh, plays a little bit better out of the bullpen. Yeah, I, I wanted to get into that a little more with you, but but before we do, what uh, what's your velo now? I mean, what's your fastball at these days? I've been about like ninety one to ninety five. Okay, kind of just sitting sitting usually two to four. Um, so again, not like I mean, you turn on games now and everyone throws ninety five plus. Uh, and so, I mean, I, I, all time I've gone, I've been up to from three to six, um, and, but mostly just two to four right now. And, um, fastball has a really good ride kind of in the zone and some good action that I think, um, is the reason I'm getting, I'm able to get a lot of swing and misses or a lot of foul balls and put myself in counts to strike people out. So that's definitely, uh, how I go about it with my fastball. I know it's not going to be the hardest pitch of the game and, uh, I don't really try to do that anymore. Just kind of um, know where to throw it and know how to test in it and uh, live with the results. 
Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you, what, what, what are you throwing these days? What are, what are the pitches you're working with? I mean, maybe it's a little different now that you've transitioned to the bullpen as, as opposed to when you were a starter. But, but uh, what pitches are you throwing these days? Yeah, so in 19, I was uh, forcing fastball, curveball, and splitter. Splitter kind of wasn't really successful, so I ended up scrapping it. Um, so I was predominantly a fastball curveball guy um, as a starter, which, again, as a two-pitch pitcher, as a starter, kind of tough. <laughs> um, so actually, this past during COVID and this past offseason, um, I developed a changeup, and it's honestly been a big step for me and kind of a, definitely a plus pitch and made pitching definitely like a lot more not easy um but gives me a lot more options to throw and i credit that change up a lot for uh, my success this year and going forward hopefully continued success with it i yeah. still throw the same same four seed same curveball um kind of tying up the curveball throw a little bit harder now and yeah, the change has been a big addition. Well, you could definitely get away with a, a, a thinner repertoire of pitches in the bullpen than you can as a starter anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> so now, you know, we had the off year, the COVID year, 2020, when, you know, all you minor leaguers just had to stay at home and find ways to stay in shape and stay sharp. But we, we finally got back in action in May of this year, and you started out this year at, at High A Lansing, the A's new High A affiliate there. And uh, again, the transition to the bullpen, you ended in 2019 as a starter. You started 2021 pitching out of the bullpen. What has that transition been like for you? And what was the conversation about uh, about that like? I mean, did did the A's development staff come to you and say, hey, we're thinking maybe this might be the move from you for you? Uh, so talk a little bit about how, how that developed and how the transition has been. Yeah, the transition was um, uh, kind of like mutual. Um, so after the 19th season, I did continue to like train um, as a starter in the offseason. I think it was around like January um, when I kind of reached out and said like, because I, I had thought about it. I mean, I liked the idea of pitching out of the bullpen. I figured with my age, with my style of pitching, that that was um, more of my style. And so I ended up reaching out, and it was a pretty mutual agreement that we thought that that could be successful for me. Um, so like, I'm grateful to them. And, uh, could them for giving me the opportunity to kind of make that position. And, um, it's definitely, definitely something that I've enjoyed learning and I'm still learning. Um, but I definitely, I liked, I liked starting. I liked a lot. I enjoyed it in college. And, uh, but I do like having the opportunity to play, like to pitch and play in more games, uh, throughout a week. And I like, I'm very, um, competitive and kind of like antsy. So the fact that I can throw more than one game a week is uh, something I'm really enjoying. Yeah. Uh, if you like a lot of off time and you like playing golf, starting pitching might be for you, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm, not, I'm not a golfer. <laughs> but otherwise, if you're a little intense, the bullpen might work out. Uh, <laughs> there you go. So uh, fortunately, you got off to a good start there with uh, with Lansing. I think you threw about 21 innings and you, you only gave up a handful of runs. I think you had 31 strikeouts in those 21 innings, and perhaps even more importantly, I think you only walked about five guys, which is a, a pretty dramatic reduction from from your walk rates before. So, can you talk a little bit about how pitching out of the bullpen has sort of changed your game, and and how you've maybe uh, established better better command uh, uh, at this point? Yeah, I mean, I think um, a lot of the adjustments that have like resulted in better command uh, were kind of 
during that COVID time, during that long period of training, um, I had a lot of really good trainers and people helping me to improve physically, to improve my movements. Um, and I spent, I mean, I pretty much spent 14 months throwing, um, whether it was by myself at a park, uh, if it was at a facility, if it was um, with driveline and mocap, like uh, biomechanics supports and stuff like that. And um, I think I just became a lot better at throwing. And I think I became a lot uh, more comfortable within my movements as a pitcher and kind of understand how I need to move, um, how to be on time. And I just got a lot lot better at it, if that makes sense. I mean, I've been throwing baseball since I was 10. <laughs> and I'm 25 now, and uh, I finally feel a lot more, lot more comfortable. And I feel like I can make quicker adjustments. And I think that's definitely been the biggest um, kind of transition. I also think, obviously, coming out of the bullpen, a little bit of a different approach and just get to attack guys and go in here too and um, kind of leave it all out there. So I also, I mean, starting in Lansing, um, that team was a lot of fun and it was a good environment to play in. It was a little cold at the start of the year, but we got through it. Uh, having uh, Don Schulze, um as a pitching coach, who was my pitching coach in Beloit as well, uh, he also helped me a lot through spring training and the seven weeks I was in Lansing. So grateful to him. Uh, yeah, like the time that was kind of put in. And obviously, it's great to have good results, but even if the results weren't maybe the way they would be, I definitely still think that I'm a better pitcher than I was in 2019. And that was the goal. With once COVID kind of hit, was to make sure that whenever we got a chance to play again, that I spent that time doing the most I could. Yeah, well, all you can do is just uh, keep getting better, right? <laughs> as long as long as you're doing that, yeah. you're headed in the right direction. You know? um, That's the plan. <laughs> now, um, after I think about a month and a half at, at, at Lansing, uh, you, again, you were pitching very well out of the bullpen there, and you, you got a promotion there to, to Double A Midland, and uh, you've only been there uh, uh, briefly. I think you've only gotten into a couple of games there at this point, uh, but but. I mean, that must have felt uh, validating to you to get a promotion so early in the season. And how, um, uh, you know, how comfortable do you feel there joining a new team midseason? How confident do you feel knowing that the organization showed enough confidence in you to, to move you up a level? Yeah, it, I mean, I feel um, like very, I feel very, I just validated and uh, have a lot of confidence and a lot of good momentum uh, from my time in Lansing and kind of getting the promotion. And, uh, I'm grateful that obviously I got the opportunity also early in the year um, so I can spend some time here and kind of adapt to double A. And um, again, I mean, challenge myself as a pitcher, but also hopefully continue to improve. Uh, yeah, I mean, getting like, getting the promotion meant a lot to me. And I think that meant more for kind of the hard work that I had put in and that a lot of other people had helped me put in and um, helped me develop. And so, the whole it definitely means a lot to me, and also I think it means a lot to um, the other people who really helped, from trainers to family to a girlfriend who helped support me to um, kind of improve. And so getting the opportunity to get moved up, and I mean the Lansing team was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the team, and it was a great group of guys, and um, got like very comfortable there with that team. And I've been here for three, four days, and honestly, I already feel very settled in and. Um, it's a great group here. Coaching staff's awesome. And, uh, I know a lot of the guys from previously playing with them, whether it's Instructs or Beloit. So, uh, yeah, I mean, honestly, the, the transition couldn't have been easier. And, 
grateful to have like a good group here that made it really easy to settle in. Yeah, I, w- I was going to ask you about that. You know, I mean, uh, moving, changing teams in, in midstream, you kind of have a, a whole new set of friends, the guys you got to hang out with. I was going to ask you if there are any particular guys there on the Midland team that, that you knew well, that you knew before from training camp or whatever, that, that are kind of, uh, you know, guys that uh, help put you in that comfort zone knowing they're there. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot. I, I felt like I actually knew more of the guys on this level, um, with this team at this level, than maybe the Lansing team when we broke camp, actually. So whether it's guys from – I spent it because obviously going to Instructs in uh, this past year in 2020, also got to play for like a month with a lot of the guys who are here. So, uh, yeah, no, got a really good group of guys. And made They definitely made the transition really easy. Uh, and, and then also the other thing that goes along when you ch- when you change teams uh, mid mid season, people don't think about it too. You know, you've got to find a whole new living situation. You know, you've got to figure out where where am I going to actually sleep at here in Midland? You know, I've never even been there before. So could you tell us a little bit about your living situation there? How, where where are you staying now that you're uh, now that you're there in Texas? Yes, I mean, again, that is definitely one of the biggest things. Um, the actually finding a living situation here is very easy. Um, I was in the hotel the first night and then ended up moving in um, with a few of the other players because there was a spot open. So I'm living with a few of the other guys. and We were able to take care of all that really fast. So that made it really easy. Um, I'm still kind of trying to figure out uh, how to fill my spot back in Lansing. So <laughs> that's the other issue is uh, I'm still I'm still in a lease there, but uh, I think it should be should be taken care of this week. So that's the that's the plan. Yeah, it would be a little hard to commute from there. Uh, so so <laughs> it would be. I'm curious, who are the guys that you're living with there in Midland? Are, are they other pitchers or are are they from the other side? <laughs> we do have a it's it's all pitcher house. So um, it's Austin Briggs, uh, Jared Koenig, and uh, Friedrichs, who threw it threw a gem tonight. So it is all pitcher house. Um, we do hang out with position players as well, but <laughs> it is just the four pitchers here. Yeah, occasionally allow a position player into the into the group. <laughs> um, now, we, we got some good ones here, so, <laughs> and it's a lot of fun to a lot of fun to play with. Well, it's always interesting, you know, because if you've got a lot of pitchers living together, obviously you're you're talking a lot about pitching, I'm sure. But sometimes yeah. it's interesting <laughs> when you've got when you've got guys mixed because you can learn a lot from each other, you know, and 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 get yeah. the other the other the other side's perspective as well. Well, um, I, do, uh, I do spend some time talking to uh, some some really good hitters and kind of about their approach and uh, big kind of talking to catchers and stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I, another guy there that I, I'm curious to know if you've got gotten to talk to much yet is your skipper there, uh, former A's uh, shortstop Bobby Crosby is managing the Midland team this year. Uh, plenty of uh, big league experience in his back pocket. I know you've you've just recently arrived there but have you had a chance to uh to talk to bobby crosby or get to know him at all so far yeah i have uh he made again made the transition pretty easy uh and feel pretty comfortable and um kind of have gone to get to get to know the pitching like the coaching staff pretty well and um yeah i mean again the the team and coaching staff and everything honestly could have made the transition any easier so i'm pretty grateful for that well, the other thing that I, I mentioned at the at the top of our conversation that I wanted to kind of wrap up with here is uh, the fact that you've been doing some vlogging this year, and you've been doing some vlogging in the past as well. So, um, you know, we've shared a, a few of your uh, vlogs from Lansing on uh, on our athleticsfarm.com website. Uh, 
but I'm curious to know how you got into that. What what made you want to do that? You know, there aren't a lot of minor league players sort of documenting their their experiences. So, what made you want to do that? And and uh, you know, what what do you enjoy about doing that? Yeah. So first off, thank you very much. I appreciate your support and having uh, posted them and having um, supported the channel. Yeah. So actually, I've been doing it very briefly. Um, I started during COVID. I think my first video came out in November. Um, So I mean, it's been pretty brief. But the reason, so the reason I got into it, um, there's like I guess a few different reasons. The one you kind of touched on was like I wanted. to kind of take the opportunity to document my career and like kind of the career of minor leaguers and what it looks like. And I just, cause like what you said, there's just not many people doing it. Right. Um, and other big thing was, I think that I wanted to kind of like doc one document my like playing time and kind of uh, put that out for um, other people. And so that was the other big one was I work as a trainer, throwing trainer for driveline baseball. Um, so I work with a lot of college, high school, little league kids um, across the board. And so I kind of started it as a coaching and a training tool, uh, wanting to give people tips on how to throw pitches, um, how to work out, certain things like that. Um, so it was more of like an instructional thing. And then it kind of shifted over into also wanting it to be entertaining. Because, again, people want to be entertained. And, like, I want it to be interesting. I don't want it to be a generic, um, like, coaching videos. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's a lot of very good content out there. So I wanted to make sure that my content was both good um, and entertaining. Um, and then the other biggest thing was uh, during COVID, I got a chance to, through Connections, uh, to start kind of working with Momentum, which is Trevor Bauer's company. Um, and getting to talk to him and talking to a lot of other people involved with momentum and kind of seeing how important it is to um, use your platform as a player to a kind of make the game more interesting for fans and try to create um, kind of better entertainment and more interaction with them as well as hopefully making the game better for the next generation. So those were kind of my incentives for starting it and, uh, the more I kind of got into it, the more I've enjoyed it. And it's definitely not like something I expected myself to be doing. <laughs> I think I would have laughed a year ago if you told me I had a YouTube channel. So uh, the fact that it's kind of like growing and like I'm enjoying it and getting a lot of good feedback from it has uh, is, is been pretty cool. Yeah, well, like like you mentioned, there's just so much that goes on in the minor league life that that goes undocumented. You know, <laughs> there's just a yeah. lot that people don't see. And I'm personally, those are the things that I find most interesting. You know, like for example, in yeah. one of your vlogs, when you're when you're going to Burger King and getting you know multiple hamburgers and just so you can get that protein, and then having to throw away all the all the buns, you know, and stacking them together. Yeah. It's like you know, you're 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 on the road. You're not at home. You're just trying to find. You're an athlete trying to. Find Find a source of protein. You got to get creative sometimes, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and that's I think um, kind of showing that like minor league baseball isn't very glamorous, but at the same time, I've never wanted it to be like a, a knock on the minor leagues. Like right. I enjoy playing baseball. I enjoy being a minor leaguer, and yeah, I mean, some of it's a little bit of a grind, and like, but that's a part of it. And so I want to make sure that like the way I document it is um, the way people kind of understand. Like I 
obviously appreciate this job and like also kind of want to show some of the parts that are entertaining about it. Right, exactly. So, uh, so if people want to check out your uh, your vlogs, uh, tell them where they can find your YouTube channel. Yeah, so my YouTube channel is just my name. So it's Ada McIntyre, uh, and I have my own channel, which. Again, anybody who subscribes, I appreciate it. Uh, we are growing. And I also have done a bunch of videos that were called The Athletes Blog with uh, Momentum, as well as other minor league players who also created videos. Um, so there's a lot of cool uh, videos, whether it's my channel or Momentum's channel. Um, so that is where you can find it. And, yeah, I mean, again, I appreciate everyone who supported. I didn't expect kind of the level of support and um, interest that we've gained. If you'd like to check out Aiden's vlogs, just look up his name, Aiden McIntyre, on YouTube. You'll find him there, and uh, you can also find them on our athleticsfarm.com website as well. It gives you a little a little window into the into the life of the minor leaguer, anyway, which uh, <laughs> which everybody doesn't always get to see. Well, thank you so much for taking time out to uh, talk with us today, Aiden. We certainly uh, look forward to uh, seeing more of you on the mound uh, there in Midland, and hopefully uh, stops uh, beyond Midland. Midland as well in the near future. Absolutely, yeah. No, I appreciate all the support and uh, glad I was able to get on. And thanks to all of you out there for listening to this edition of our A's Farm podcast. Be sure to check back in for the next episode. And don't forget that you can always find updates on the A's top prospects and all the daily action in the A's minor league system on our A's Farm website at athleticsfarm.com. That's athleticsfarm.com. Thanks again. I'm A's Farm Editor-in-Chief Bill Moriarty, and we'll see you again down on the farm. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.